0: Hi, Raphael Bender here, founder of Breathe Education, and you're listening to the Pilates Elephants podcast with me and my co-host Chloe Bunter. There are many things that are awesome about the Pilates industry, however, many of the practices we take for granted are out of date or just plain pseudoscientific. These are the elephants in the room in Pilates, and we're here to talk about them openly and honestly, and with a fair few F-bombs thrown in. This show is about debunking the myths and giving you science-based tools to become a better, happier, and more fearless teacher. If you've been enjoying the show and you want to give back, give us a five-star rating and write us a glowing review on Apple Podcast app. That'll help other instructors find the show and let us know we're making a difference. On today's episode, Chloe and I talk about change taking leaps into the unknown, and how to market your small business online. All that coming up. Hey, Chloe. Hey, Rash. How's it going?
1: Yeah, I'm good. It's bloody warm in Melbourne. Mm. It's, um, I'm quite enjoying it, actually, but I'm guessing you're potentially not enjoying it quite as much. No,
0: well, well, normally I'm not a—I'm not a hot temperature person. I prefer it when it's cold, but I've made a made a decision this year to just get over it and get a better attitude. I'm going to embrace the warm weather. Have you? Yeah.
1: Oh, I like that. I think there's something exciting about warm weather. I feel like it, especially around this time of year for, in Australia, it feels like it signifies holidays and Christmas and my birthday's Christmas Eve. So for me, it's always got that kind of, and I remember the one year, the couple of years I spent in England and it was really weird for me. Having a cold Christmas, like it just totally discombobulated me. It was like, that doesn't feel right. But yeah. Mm.
0: So, um, what size kettlebell are you up to this year for the traditional uh, Christmas birthday present?
1: For the, well, Ralph, I've had to calm shit down, build shit back up, to be honest. So. <laughs> I think I'm still totally fine <laughs> with my with my current my current kettlebells um, okay. but I did get I did get back to the gym uh, this week for the first time since the last big Melbourne lockdown and it was joyous. Mm. It was joyous and you know what I feel so good mm. and I re- what I really loved about it too and I actually I just love doing my own self-paced workouts at the gym because I just love that I've got total autonomy over how many reps I do, you know, how many breaks I take. Like I'm not I'm not being serious about, you know, at the moment it's like I need to do this much to, you know, <laughs> get gains and this and that. This was literally just about a re-entry into getting mm. into the gym and getting moving and starting to load again. And um, I think I did really well because the next day I just got just some mild DOMS but nothing like sometimes I'll come out of it just like I can't walk mm. for a couple of days. So I was That's like, okay, fun. yeah. Yeah. I was like. It feels great. It feels freaking great. So, and everyone who was there just seemed like they were feeling the same. Everyone's like, yeah. yeah, we're in the gym. We're allowed to be in here. This is awesome.
0: Yeah, it is awesome. So, yeah. So, it's really and cool. People are back at Pilates.
1: People are back at Pilates and all the things are happening, yeah. Mm. But I guess, I mean, I've got some big news, which is pro. <laughs> Most of our listeners have probably sort of seen it on if you follow me on Instagram. Um, But yes, uh, by the time this episode airs, Raf, I'll no longer be co host of Elephants, Mm. which is mildly devastating. And I'm going to, I've got a bit of a sick feeling in my stomach because I say that out loud, to be honest, TBH. Um, But yeah, that's because I am stepping away from breathe. But by a way, I think we just mean sideways, don't we? Mm. Like, we're, st- we're, st- we're
0: still friends. <laughs> we're
1: still – it's not like, oh, breathe. It's like, yeah, here I am, cheering, cheering, cheering. So um, it's very much um, sideways and, yeah, it's um, scary and exciting and I'm going into my – I feel like – have you ever read about, Ralph, um, the actual, like, process – of how a caterpillar turns into a butterfly? No, I haven't. Yeah, okay, so it's not cute like it is in, you know, something like the very hungry caterpillar, you know, where he just like eats all the cakes and all the things and he just kind of gets really big and full and then he just kind of wraps himself up and goes to sleep and he just wakes up as a butterfly. No, 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 no. You turn into goo. So that, so that. <laughs> Please Google this because I'm going to do a terrible job of explaining it. But basically, all the cells get kind of changed up and the caterpillar turns into effectively goo with still some eyeballs, etc. It's like a ferocious kind of um, reinvention. It's, it's not pretty, it's not cute, and then comes out as a butterfly. And I so, I mean, I don't know.
0: <laughs> change back to stem cells.
1: Yeah, well, we'd, I'd have to I have looked at I have looked at it on the on the science page, but obviously I didn't absorb it enough to be able to teach it uh, clearly. But basically you turn to goo with eyeballs and then you emerge. How's that, Raf? For me going out with a real nice evidence-based bang. You turn to goo with eyeballs, then you emerge. As the butterfly, right? So my analogy that I'm using there, Ralph, if you like where she's going with this goo and eyeball story.
0: Who's is the goo with the eyeballs in this analogy, Claire?
1: I'm the goo with the eyeballs. I guess <laughs> what I'm saying is <laughs> each i think each reinvention of ourselves and each you know that next like and it was the same as when i went from teaching group classes to being a trainer from breathe and then went to being the training manager and like each time you step into and then learnt to lecture and each time you do that it's like uh, you know there's like it's it's hard again it's not flow state it's yeah. challenging it's gooey with eyeballs so this is my analogy. I am re-entering. I've been the butter I feel like I've been the butterfly. Maybe I don't know. Now I'm going back to goo, and it's this next time. I don't know. I don't know
0: if I've yeah. done this justice. Well, but I'm just. We,
1: I guess what. <laughs> <if> <laughs> Everyone's
0: we can like, mix our what the
1: hell, Chloe?
0: <laughs> you've been a you've been a butterfly for sure. You've been an amazing butterfly. Maybe you've been in a, a, a a huge butterfly in a small pond, right? And now it's for you. It's time for you to become a, a smaller butterfly in a bigger pond. So, because you've outgrown the pond, maybe.
1: So you think I don't have to go back to goo with eyeballs?
0: I don't know. I'm getting confused on the metaphor <laughs> now, but but I guess I guess what I'm I guess what I'm thinking is that I mean this is a time. You know, this kind of like post COVID. I mean, are we, you know, we're post COVID? I don't know. We're post third wave, you know, pre fourth wave.
1: What, 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 um, alphabet, what, um, Greek alphabet letter are we up to now?
0: Yeah. Omicron, Omicron, <laughs> Omicron, yeah.
1: Omicron. 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 Um, what? So Omicron. There's,
0: there's a lot of change. There's a lot of change for a lot of people, um, at the moment. You know, when I say at the moment, I mean like this year, this, you know, this, at this period of history. Um, you know, in rega- in rega- in the Pilates industry, like in you know, teachers, a lot of people are moving online. Businesses are changing. Um, you know, the industry's changing. There that you know, there's lots of lots of change, and uh, you know, in our tiny corner of the world, that's 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 been reflected. You know, yeah. the more general change, and uh, I guess one of one of my kind of core philosophies is that in every crisis there is opportunity. And, and in every, you know, sort of as a corollary to that, like in every, you know, every goodbye, there's a a hello to something else, you know. Um, and, um, you know, so I, it's like, it's, it's real sad for me that we're not going to, not going to be directly working together as often. Although, you know, we'll talk about more about that in a minute, but, um, you know, I'm really excited for what I've already seen you building. You know your online classes and workshops that you're doing um and you know I, th- I think there are there's a lot of that going on in the industry and i think this is a you know fantastic opportunity and i'm excited to see what you know where you take it
1: thanks raf i'm i'm really excited too i'm i'm scared i'm nervous i'm all the things i want to usher you all into my online studio please <laughs> Like, <laughs> come take a class with me. I mean, I feel like this is that opportunity now for all those people that were saying, Hey, how do I get to do a class with you, Chloe? Well, I'm all yours now. You get to do a class with me all the time from anywhere around the world. So at the moment, I'm building out my ideal schedule, which also looks like well, your ideal offering. Like, what do my clients want from me? So I'm, you know, putting out some questions about that, asking what they want, where they want. You know, testing it. I tested a later time on a Thursday that didn't work, and then I put up a question and said, "Would you prefer a expediated lunchtime class?" And just that was a hundred percent yes. So <laughs> I'm um, I'm definitely going to be learning along the way, um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited, and um, I'm not going to because if I start talking about you know how much I've gained from working with you, rough and breathe, I'm going to get really emotional, and it's going to ruin me being able to carrying on through this podcast. So <laughs> I'm trying not <laughs> to go there, but just to everyone listening, um, know that, you know, this decision was not in any way taken lightly and um, working for Breathe and being mentored by Raff has been without a doubt um, the most pivotal, you know, pivotal education and career highlight in my life. And I come out of it as like, I, I feel like I'm such a, you know, I'm a skilled educator now. And I wasn't when I met you, Raf. You know, you, you took me on. You saw, I don't know, maybe you saw the goo in the eyeballs. And um, <laughs> you, <laughs> you helped me form them into the butterfly. <laughs> that works, right? Mm. So thank you for recognising the goo in the eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. There thank we go. I'm going to leave it at that because otherwise I'm going to get emotional.
0: Well, you know what I'd like to talk about in today's conversation Right. Well, I'd like to talk about change and opportunity, you know, like, because I think, I think this is pertinent because, like I said, I think there's a lot of change out there at the moment and change is almost by definition like anxiety-provoking, pro- you know. Oh, um, beyond. Um, and, and at the same time... Can be like exciting and and can open up you know possibilities and options that weren't there before if we embrace it.
1: So you would like to do that as our topic today?
0: Oh, I don't know. Just, we sort of started. Off, we started off talking about that, didn't we? So
1: the reason I'm saying that is because I prepared a totally different topic for today. But I'm <laughs> I'm I'm totally fine with rolling with the punches if you would like to. <laughs> yeah okay change well yeah I mean I think it's a great thing to talk about because I think yeah as you said so many people are going through it significantly at the moment and um it's it's funny when when anyone asks me how I'm feeling at the moment after making such a you know everyone knows what a huge decision it is for me um they're like how you feeling I'm like it's a roller coaster." Like, seriously, like, one moment I feel like I'm, like, skipping down the street, like, you know, singing. It feels – and I I'm probably did skip a little the other day, you know. I was like, yeah, woo. And then the next minute it's, like, crippling in your gut. Um, <laughs> like, ah, oh, shit, I'm out there. I'm on my own. I've got to make enough money to ensure that I'm paying my rent and paying my bills and feeding myself and the cats and, yeah, and it's been interesting, um, Raf, and I'd love to hear some of your suggestions on, like, how to kind of turn that from, like how I guess at some point that, that kind of anxiety and stuff is probably necessary to propel you forward so you don't sit with, as my dad says, hubris. He's like, hubris will take you down. You don't want to be coming out going, oh, yeah, I've got this. I'm, you know, like, he's like, that, that, that's not good. So is that kind of what you're, kind of what you're thinking there? Um,
0: Well, I think, um, I don't know, I think anxiety and excitement both have the same physiology. And I think we've talked about this before, but basically,
1: interoception.
0: Yeah, Interesting. Butterflies? Yeah, right. So when, you know, the, the feeling that, like when you have an, an emotion like anxiety, like, you know, physio- there's physiology that happens, like you feel stuff, you know, a lot of us feel it in the, in the tummy or, you know, yeah, other places. Yeah, it's kind of, it feels
1: right? quite, I like almost tingly and sensory, doesn't it? For me, for me, and I know it probably um, manifests differently for other people, but when I start to feel anxious, I can feel it, it feels like it's on my skin, does that make sense? That's hard to. I, I don't know how to describe that more than it feels like this, yeah, in my gut, and but also tingling on my skin. Mm. And usually my cheeks go red too.
0: <laughs> oh, I'll bear that in mind about the cheeks. That's a good. Look to my cheeks. Yeah, so I think, well, anxiety and, and, and excitement share the same physiology. And so uh, to a certain extent, it. It seems like how you interpret that physiology, you can actually interpret it as excitement if you choose to, you know. And I'm not talking about clinical levels of anxiety, obviously, no. but but like you know, normal the normal emotion of okay, leaving your sort of guaranteed paycheck for, you know, a life where basically you're the the buck stops with you. You know, you're responsible for it all. It's like, okay, I think it's pretty normal to experience some level of anxiety. Do you notice
1: my body language kind of changing a bit there? (laughs) I I can see your cheeks have got a bit
0: red too.
1: (laughs) I kind of like, for those that, you know, maybe are listening audibly as opposed to watching on uh, YouTube, my face kind of went a little funny and I kind of got a bit, kind of changed my posture a little. bit. sitting up super straight
0: and co-contracting all your trunk muscles. Got a
1: little stiff. (laughs) Do you know what's Um, weird, Raph, is that just on that because the first time I took – dear listeners, this is not the first time I have leaped into the goo. The first time I leaped into the goo would have been (laughs) – this this works, right? I think this analogy really works, yeah? Yeah. Um, We might have to link to the show notes on what the metamorphosis of a caterpillar to butterfly is for you all to read. Um, But the first time I leaped into the goo would have been – well, one of the first (laughs) in regards to Pilates – would have been when I was so sort of back, you know, when I was a baby Pilates instructor, it just started out, so it was near on a decade ago, and I was working full-time in the corporate sphere. And I not only just in the corporate, I was working for the government. I mean, you don't get usually you don't get a more stable kind of like, you got really good super, you know, best super I've ever been paid. You've got, because it's got this special government thing, all of these things, right? Lots of, lots of really stable perks, yeah. And I left that for, I think maybe I had one permanent Pilates shift, draft One. And by shift, I think it was one class. I think I was permanently teaching one class and I was being paid to assist another class. And I just dived into the goo. And it's weird though. I did not feel, I don't know why, And I don't know if it's just come with maturity. Maybe this is just actual maturity. And now I kind of (laughs) like know more of a thing about a thing. But I didn't feel like this then. I was just like, yeah, let's go. I've got this. You know, it's fine. I'll get more classes. It doesn't matter. I'll figure out how to pay my rent. Like literally did not care. I was just like, I'm doing it. Whereas this time around... This feels very different. I mean, maybe, too, I didn't love my government job. Like, I love working for Breed's. So there's probably that in there, too. But it's interesting. Mm. Anyway, okay. So, yeah. So I've got, I've got the feelings. I've got all the feelings. We know that's normal.
0: Right? I, I think it's good. Like, I mean, I, I own a business. Not, you know, no one guarantees my, my pay except for me. Um, and so I'm familiar with, with that feeling. That you have okay. is like oh yeah if, if things aren't working out it's like well yeah who do you who do you complain to you know
1: <laughs> not to you anymore just to me
0: <laughs> um but I, I think that's good it, it propels you to action you know like mm. when something's not right you're like no i've got to fix this like like you know no one else is going to fix it um i've mm. got to fix it um so I think that's, that's a good thing. But it's just as long as it doesn't, you know, as it's not crippling and doesn't kind of, you know, just decrease your quality of life.
1: It, it feels to me, it feels um, stimulating. Mm. It feels really stimulating. It feels um, exciting. And um, have you heard, I'm sure you, apparently I'm like the last person to hear of this, the five P's.
0: Of, so let of me marketing, see I, like product no, the five, positioning, price, no, all of that. No,
1: no, it's an old. Apparently, it's an old army um, saying. Uh, my dad, um, <laughs> shout out David, um, really drummed it into me the other day because <laughs> he's he's very much he's a very practical person and he he's not into that much. He doesn't like to hear the word passion. I think we've spoken about this before because you know me, Raph. I'm like. Passion to the max, five thousand. Like I'm just like. That's, that's wow. interesting
0: to me because David's a psychologist. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah, he's not. In, and
1: and <laughs> and him and I are so like we get on like a house on fire, but we're so different. Huh. Um, we probably really complement each other, but I'm like all like, whoo. So he was worried I was going to go the hub. Oops, the hubris side of things, right? Mm-hmm. The the you know just. Kind of what I did, to be honest, when I jumped out of the government Mm -hmm. (laughs) job where I was just like, oh, no, I can do it. I can do what I want. you landed
0: on your feet though.
1: I did land on my feet and I'm hoping to do that again. Um, But the five P's are prior preparation prevents piss-poor performance. Prior preparation prevents piss-poor performance. And uh, it's so funny because I had a chat to my brother Luke the other day and he goes, oh, did dad talk to you about the five P's? I'm like, (laughs) yep. So I'm like, I'm down with that. So he's all about, you know, be propelled, but also when you're going into, you know, something of change of that magnitude and you are an adult and you do need to provide for yourself and pay your rent and you look after your dependents, aka my kittens, you've got to prepare. So plan, write it down, have a plan. How are you going to do it? Refine that plan. Where are you going to start? Where do you start from? And um, so for someone like me, and I know that there, a lot of our listeners will be passionate passionate uh entities like me you know they were like I think a lot of Pilates instructors are just naturally lean towards being um passion and often becoming a Pilates instructor usually is part of a passion project isn't it it's like you were so you're just so passionately in love with Pilates and what Pilates has given you in your life that you want to give that to others that was 100% me that is 100% me I freaking love Pilates. I love what it's given me. I love what it continues to give me and give others. Um, so I think we just naturally are really passionate people. And I think though that's also why, Raf, um, we constantly say, "I'm feeling like this too." All of a sudden, I'm feeling like a little bit Bambi. You know, I'm Bambi again, which you know is another analogy. I'm goo with eyeballs. I'm Bambi. I'm the baby horse. I'm the. You know when you see, oh, like the like, what about um, a giraffe? Have you seen a baby giraffe? Mm. Hilarious. Their legs are just so freaking long and they've got absolutely no idea what to do with them.
0: Mm.
1: The that's kind conspire. of how. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think that that's why we feel like that a lot. And you see um, so many Pilates instructors, both ones that have been in the industry for a while and new ones, feeling a little bit lost in the dark in regards to the five P's, in regards to marketing. Business client, re, client. You know, getting clients and then retaining clients. Like that's how I like. If, I'd love to chat about that as well, Raph. You got some, you got some tips. For me, that'd be awesome. Because um, that's funny. That that's the thing I'm feeling most. I'm like, am I coming across as a bit desperate at the moment? Because all of a sudden I've gone from, I've gone from really having my identity being that of. I don't want to turn this whole episode into being about me, but maybe this will be helpful for some. Too late. Okay. (laughs) This is a special (laughs) Chloe episode. (laughs) Well, well, I mean, I have had a lot of people reach out to me to say, hey, this is really inspirational and thank you for showing us that we can do that and take that leap. So hopefully Mm. this will help inspire and uh, hopefully there'll be some helpful tips along the way, not just me. I think taking leaps
0: is really important to be able to do and some you know, sometimes it's the right thing to stay where you are and keep chipping away at whatever you're doing um, but I think for a lot of us we tend to sort of have some kind of little niggle or sense that it's like it's time to move on and we often ignore that for a long time before we get to a point where we're like fuck it I'm so fucking over this I've got to get out of here now And and you haven't done that but but I think that's that's, you know, a pretty common human tendency. I've certainly done that at times in my life where I've been like, yeah, I really should have kind of moved on two years ago, whether it was from a girlfriend or a job or a whatever, you know, mm. um, because it's it's easier to sort of grumble a bit and put up with the status quo than mm. it is to, you know, leap into the unknown. Hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, it's
1: really interesting because it's like, I, as I was kind of alluding to before, having this sort of, and I'm sure many of our listeners will have felt the same, whether it be that when they left their initial job to go into the realm of teaching Pilates or then whether they decided to go for teaching for someone else to opening their own studio. It's You've got this one kind of like... Um, you know, like I, I I had this persona, you know, I was the the trainer, right? I trained people to be Pilates instructors. And that's really been my identity for the last however many years. And 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 I've truly loved that. And it's been really, you know, I think, you know, that's been represented on my social media, it's represented in how I interact, it's represented in all the the mentoring conversations I have with with students, grads, et cetera, et cetera. It's like very much and then and it's now it's interesting. It's this I'm almost a bit uncomfortable and unsure of how to pivot from that while still rate, retain you know, I love you know I love educating RAF. Like I I I, I just I don't want to get like how do I still retain that? And then also though, how do I pivot to this now I'm my Instagram has basically become you know, my online studio. So I've kind of gone from putting out a lot of information to people to now, and uh, now being like, Hey, I've got a product. Like I am now a business. I am a studio. I need to market this. So mm. now in my feed, you know, now in my stories, you're going to see me advertise my classes and ask for you to book in and pay to do my class. Right. And you'll get, it's been interesting for, that's that is at the moment where I'm kind of a bit oh it's yes yeah, yeah. so it's a fascinating it's quite a significant it feels like quite a significant transition in what and yeah what's your take on that Raf? like I wonder does that do changes like that it'd be interesting to see if that sees some followers maybe fall off because now it does it does it melt into like what, like what, what's your take on that
0: um, I think back, you know, for those of us who watch television, um, there's a stat that I read recently that something, something like 13 minutes per hour of ads, you know, um, when you're watching network television. Um, and so what that suggests is that the television channels have figured out, like, I mean, if they could play 60 minutes of ads per hour, they would, right? But no one would watch the programs, right? So yeah. they, they play as many ads as they can without losing list, uh, viewers, right? right? So what they found is that seventy or whatever, whatever I said, 13, whatever minutes per hour of ads is as much as they can play. And if they start playing more of that, they start losing viewers. And so that's, that's the limit, right? And that turns out to be about 22% of an hour, Right. So 12, 12, 13 minutes per hour. So about 22%, so let's say 20%, okay, is ads and 80% is program, Uh right? And that seems to be like the ratio where the the television stations have figured out, okay, if we play more ads than that, we really turn people off, okay? But if we play fewer ads than that, we're not maximizing our ad revenue, right? right? So what that suggests to me is that, you know, a four to one ratio is the right amount of content to ads, right so I would do you know value post value post value post value post hey come to my classes and then just repeat that you know now that's awesome. not to say you can't at the end of each value post have a little call to action hey want to do some classes you know mm. click, click give them a buy, whatever but um uh, I think yeah it's like rough let's learn from the television stations
1: yeah I think that's extremely helpful Ralph that's freaking cool really cool okay mm. wonderful so what else? What what other advice? I mean, what other advice do you have, Raf? I mean, as someone that's, you know, done many many things throughout your career, etc. And you know, how do you think? You know, what what are your tips for those of, of us that do need to, that are well, that are going through the goo in the eyeballs to the butterfly? Uh, maybe you know, creating something totally new, a new offering. And we're feeling that. I can feel my cheeks going warm. We're yeah. feeling that. Okay. We're feeling the warm cheeks. We're feeling that that happening. How do you? How do we harness it so that we harness it for good rather than evil?
0: Well, I would say the my first, the first thing I'd really like to say is that for those people, even a step before that, the uh-huh. people who are kind of suffering in silence or not in silence in the current situation. So whether it's a job that you're not 100% on or whether you own a, a studio or a business or whatever that's not performing financially the way you want it to or whether maybe it is performing financially but you're grinding out 25 sessions a week and you're just like working yourself to the bone and you're not happy about that. Like whatever it is about your current situation, if there's something that you're like, oh, darn it, you know, like this isn't, I kind of feel trapped a little bit in this situation that I've kind of created for myself. Um... Like, don't put up with it. Like, you have the power to change that. Do what Chloe did. You know, like, <laughs> make <laughs> a move. Um, make moves. <laughs> um, and so, that, so that's the first thing. And, and I think that uh, you've, got to, you know, to make, you've got to make a decision to do something before you really even know what it is that you, exactly what you're going to do right because what what you'll find i think for most of us is that when you do what chloe did which is you go okay fuck it i'm i'm going to do this then you're like oh shit now i've got to figure out you know <laughs> What to do, right? And all of a sudden, they are highly motivated to solve the problem of <laughs> how do I make this work, right? Whereas when you're sitting in your secure situation, even though it's not 100% ideal, it's a little bit uncomfortable, there's a bit of a thorn in your butt there somewhere or something, you know, you're like, oh, you know, I wonder if I could do that. Oh, I'll solve that problem manana, manana, you know? But now yeah. all of a sudden, shit gets real and you you got you to fix it like right now. So I think make the decision to do it and then, f- you know, like... I I love this metaphor um, that being in business is like jumping off a cliff and then assembling an airplane on the way down.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's brilliant. Wow, yeah, wow.
0: Um, And, you know, maybe there are smarter people than me who know how to run a business in in a better way. Um, But, you know, that's that's the way I've experienced it over, over, you know a long time so I think um that's the number one thing that I would say to probably the majority of people out there who are just kind of like have that little niggle or that little voice or that little sense of disquiet that is like yeah it's not quite right the way it is but it's kind of scary to change it is like well it's not going to change until you change it um
1: and this is your one life too like this is this is it and actually it's that whole sense of Raph, I'm sure you said this. Didn't you say this? You did. In our episode, oh, goodness me, it was the episode about – sometimes I have to close my eyes to think. It was the episode about what um, studio owners really want, yeah. that episode, and you said that, you know, it, it's really the, – the good employees – they will want to grow. They will yeah, want to go up. They will want yeah. to, right? They're not the ones that are just like, yeah, I'm just going to come and sit here and do the same job for like.
0: They're not going to just punch a time clock. 30 years. You know, yeah.
1: I think this is a good place to take a little break, Ralph.
0: Yeah, what a great place to take a break. Well, did you enjoy your break?
1: I did. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling less um, tingly. In the like the stress, like the, the <laughs> my cheeks have come down. Yeah, Gosh. this is actually this is really cathartic talking this through, Raf. This is awesome. Thank you everyone for sitting here on my therapy session because <laughs> I'm um, <laughs> this feels extremely self indulgent. And uh, thank you everyone for <laughs> letting me have that for <laughs> one of my one of my final, <laughs> one, of my final <laughs> one of my final shows as co host.
0: I'll be back, though, Raph. Right? You will be back, and we said we'd mention that, and uh, so maybe now would be a good time to mention it.
1: Yeah, well, I've kind of ruined that surprise, haven't I? We weren't gonna. Yeah. So, so I'm very lucky. Raph has uh, asked me to come back as a semi-regular guest. So you can you can tell by the inflection in my voice there that I'm, and and if you can see me on YouTube, I'm pretty much beaming at that. Um, And
0: interestingly, your cheeks have gone a bit red at the same time. (laughs) So
1: So, yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited because doing Pilates, you know, talk about, talk about being the, the, the goo in the eyes, man, the first couple of times when we were recording Elephants and kind of finding our way as podcast hosts. And that was all, I was like, what? And then it became something that's so part of what I do and, um, you know, it's so weird that we sit here and we record what we're saying, and it goes out to thousands upon thousands of people around the world. Yeah. Um, and I never thought in my wildest dreams that that would be something that I'd be comfortable with. Yeah. And um, it's been it's been such a and I, I, I highly suggest if anyone ever gets the opportunity to you know, be recorded talking or, um, have a class recorded that you're teaching. These are all things that I in the past would, would have been crippled by. Um, you know that Ralph, like I've, I've got, I've grown in leaps and bounds in regards to that. And not only crippled by just from the sense of, oh, what everyone's going to see me doing that or everyone's going to hear me. Um, it's, also, you know, I would have thought, oh, gosh, I'm going to ruminate on everything I said and did I say something really dumb and w- how am I going to be perceived? And I tell you what, just do the thing and shake that shit off because mm. really it's, it's fucking liberating. We can't have one of my final episodes without an F-bomb in there, af. That just mm. feels wrong. So it's fucking liberating. Mm. I think it has been a game changer um, for me and my confidence. And you know what? I don't ruminate over what I said now. Like we record and I'm like, great, we've recorded. Yeah. Excellent.
0: Um and I just checked, you know, just checked, and we're we just uh just about to hit fifty five thousand downloads.
1: Fifty five thousand downloads.
0: Yeah. We're at fifty four thousand eight hundred and thirty nine at the moment.
1: Oh my goodness Me! <laughs> Thank you everyone, you yeah. bloody legends. Yeah. Um, it's it's truly it's been. I would say this will you know not, not say this absolutely is a highlight of of my career. And um, I was devastated at the thought of not being part of elephants and our elephants community anymore. So I'm I'm thrilled yeah, to to come back and yeah. and talk about things and yeah. But yeah, I just I want to encourage everyone that all of these you know all of this it's 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 scary and everything. But I tell you what, it's scarier if you never. If you never take a leap, mm. like, I think it's scary if you just, you know, you never sort of, how do you know what your potential is unless you go into, unless you come out of your comfort zone, your mm. comfort zone is not where your potential is. And, uh, and, you know, Raf, I feel like this is a conversation that you and I have had and uh, Nick and I have had is that I was just so in my flow state all the time. Which I know most people are like. Wow, isn't it great to be in your flow state? It's like pow, 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 and I'm like, oh, it's a beautiful feeling. It's like a dance. You just, you're just in a dance. You're not, you're totally not conscious of what you're doing and delivering, but you're doing it at such a high level that you don't need, right? That's mm-hmm. how I was feeling about my delivery, and I was like, and it, that, it's funny that that is what then went. Oh, wait a second, Chloe, you need to you need
0: to jump off that cliff again. So, okay. yeah. Most of us, I, you know, I mean, uh, Maslow would say that everybody has an inherent need to grow and, and, uh, you know, achieve self-actualization, you know, once their basic needs are met, you know, like food, shelter, safety, you know, all of that stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I've, I feel the same. Like I need, I need a challenge. I need to, I need to improve. I need to, to grow and it's it's interesting when uh you know when you have that sort of feeling of anxiety like oh shit you know things could go really wrong here if I don't navigate this correctly um you know often for me anyway I think for for most of us that can propel you into to finding solutions and coming up with creative ideas that you wouldn't otherwise entertain because you kind of when you're in a kind of a safety mindset you don't necessarily entertain those out there ideas or you think like oh yeah that's a that's an idea for some hypothetical future time Whereas, like now you're like oh shit if i don't do some shit that really gets me some traction here you know i've got a problem yeah yes so <laughs> so so you say so you, so you start thinking creatively and you yes. and you you implement stuff and you know you see what works and what doesn't and you you know adjust Mm.
1: And I've, um, I found it really helpful to, to have such an awesome network of people that are doing different things, you know, in their, in their career to ask their advice, you know, to bounce ideas off, um, and, and ask for feedback. And that's, really cool as well so i highly suggest you doing that um you and jenna i was thinking oh gosh that blueprint sounds good um yeah. well, you, you and jenna and it. yeah yeah it, can you tell us a bit about that again because
0: i well, feel it's been a while right. since we've talked yeah, about that i will tell you about that i will tell you about that in a sec but um okay. first i want just want to answer a question from before of like what should you do from before the break now and i think you know we kind of talked about like okay four value oh, posts yeah. for one you know Glad for you one back. you know mm-hmm. um come by my stuff mm-hmm. but um the biggest advice I would give you is look at other people who are successfully doing what you want to do, right? And it might not be in Pilates, they might be selling advertising or, you know, selling whatever, right? You know, makeup or whatever online. But look at people who've got an Instagram-based business like you're building, okay? Mm -hmm. They've got, you know, as many or more followers than you. Mm -hmm. You know, don't look at people that have got like, a million followers because they're playing in a different league. Look at people who've got like mm. you know what have you got 20,000, something like that. Seventeen
1: point seven, thank
0: you. Right? Seventeen point seven, okay. So look at people who've got you know <laughs> in that you know twenty to fifty thousand.
1: Yeah. Followers, yeah, that you know, kind saying. of like yeah.
0: the next step ahead of where you want to go, but not like five miles ahead of where you are,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: And look at people who sell stuff on Instagram for their day job, right? That's like they they sell services or they sell products. It's like. Um, I'm not talking about people who are like professional, like people who are like sponsored. So it's like, oh, I do workouts, and then hey, come and buy this nutrition stuff that my sponsor recommends, right? Not mm. that person because that's not your business. Your business is you sell services, right? You sell mm. Pilates classes online. So look at somebody else who sells services. Maybe they sell copywriting, or maybe they sell marketing, or maybe they sell, you know, whatever, right? But mm. they sell their own stuff, okay? Yeah. And they've got you know twenty to fifty thousand followers. Follow them, you know, find a few that you resonate with that, you know, their, their messaging and their vibe and all of that, and just look at, okay, what sorts of things are they posting? How often are they posting? You know, what language are they using? How often are they posting about, uh, like, come buy my stuff? Um, What does their link in bio look like? You know, just basically, you know, you don't have to make it up from scratch. Just copy yeah. what these people, reverse engineer what they're doing.
1: Mm. I love that um, all the listeners now are probably quickly jumping onto my Instagram because this this will be in the future. So hopefully, (laughs) by the time this episode airs, right, there'll be like flying cars and rocket packs. I will have totally, you know, I will have totally re it sort of, you know, rejigged my 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 insta my marketing strategy. And this will be cool. You'll be able to jump on and go. Did she, did she implement what Raph was talking about there? <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's fantastic, Raph. I have noticed uh, that I'm doing that in regards to, because I need to kind of clean up, like Cat Webb actually gave me gave me this great. She's like, Chloe, you got to sort out basically what your style guide's going to be. So, you know, she's getting me onto Canva and she's like, you got to you know, et cetera, et cetera, and come up with some sort of style that's going to replicate across websites um, etc. You know, when I do put up a little ad or, or, a, or a post on my Instagram that's that is actually a, an ad like a marketing a class, there needs to be consistency. So, I think that's fantastic advice. And I've obviously just been totally lax with that, but I've also not been actively trying to fill a, a, an online studio. Basically, I've it's been very much a side gig, and now it's like, no, I need to fill my studio. I, yeah. I need I need, I want my clients. <laughs> I want well, you to come and, and, and hang out with me and, you know, move with me.
0: And I'm not an Instagram expert, but I follow quite a few Instagram experts and I do know a little bit about marketing. And hmm. I would say like, yeah, I agree with Kat that uh, style is important and, it, you know, it's important to, you know, things to, to look nice, you know, probably particularly in the Pilates world, but – substance trump style right so people are going to follow you for if you put out a large volume of high quality posts with daggy fonts people will follow you more than if you put a low volume of poor quality posts with beautiful fonts
1: (laughs) Yeah, look, I I would agree with that, and I love what you're saying there, Raph, because I am not naturally one. I think Cat is a very naturally stylish person. She's
0: super stylish.
1: She's got, and she's got an incredible aesthetic. Um, that her eye for you know how everything looks and on the grid. Whereas for me, um, that stuff is more of a chokey thing for me. It's like, like it's the thing I'd probably take ages to overthink and then. Do it and then implement it. And by that stage, it's like, oh shit, that class was a couple of days ago that I needed to promote. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so well, I like I, w- I really
1: appreciate what you're saying there.
0: Yeah, don't let yeah. perfect be the enemy of done. And yeah. it's better better to put it out there and it's the quality of the information that is the most important thing and the, yeah. the authenticity of the communication. And then yeah. style is a uh, nice to have, but it's not more important than either of those. Things And there's probably a middle ground, right? It doesn't have to be either or. Like yeah. you can probably just buy a template pack somewhere that's like, you know, Instagram post templates and you, you can choose from 101 different colour combos. You choose the one you like and pff, bada bing, bada boom. You don't have to, you know, Raffin, make it up bender. from scratch. What a
1: fantastic – once we get off this podcast recording, I will be Googling that because I think that's a fantastic idea. That Actually, go, go to
0: um Chris Doe at the future, F-U-T-U-R, um, he has an uh, Instagram um, template pack that comes as a, like a, what's the, Keynote, uh, Keynote, you know, like a the Apple Mac um, sort of power version of PowerPoint, comes as oh. a Keynote file. Um, oh, wow. Yeah.
1: What's his name? Chris?
0: Chris Doe, D-O. D-O,
1: Chris
0: He's D-O. one of my favourite people that you should follow on Instagram because he's awesome. Um, another okay. one is Ivy Malik. Uh, I think that's her name, Ivy, Ivy Malik, and I write. I also like Sharn. What Sharn wrote, Shan. What Shan wrote, S H A N. She has this great. Uh, anyway, she's awesome. I'll link. I'll link to all them in the show notes.
1: These. This is fantastic, craft. Thank you. That's wonderful. Hey, you were going to talk about um, the Pilates Blueprint.
0: Yeah, well, I don't. Want, I don't want this to be come an ad for the Pilates Blueprint. Um, so I'm. I'm going to keep it brief. But yeah, Jenna Zafino and I um, are putting together a program a business um, prog- kind of coaching program for Pilates people um, who are either starting a business or want to evolve their current business. Uh, and it's going to be a 12-week program that is based around a, a project that you de- you uh, you define for your own business. So it's like, okay, I want to achieve X in my business in the next 12 weeks, and we'll sort of work with you to choose a goal that's achievable but a stretch and then we'll basically coach you through the process of, you know, you you do all the work though.
1: Right. But you're yeah. our coach. Yeah.
0: And so that's there's cool. there's some education component of it that is like, okay, here's some stuff about marketing, here's how to do sales, here's how to choose your prices, here's how to blah, 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 all of those kind of technical things. Um but the the main guts of it is like, okay, what do you want to achieve? You know, what's your ideal business you know wave a magic wand what would it be like how much would you make how much, how often would you teach who would you work with mm. you know what would that look like what sort of work, what sort of work would you do with those people what results would they achieve etc mm. um and then it's all right well what's the what's you know what's the the first and most um, you know significant step you can take towards that you know starting from where you're at right now you know, what's the thing that we, is going to move the dial the furthest towards that in 12 weeks, you know. And it's so it, it, we won't get you necessarily from zero to your dream business in 12 weeks, right, but it might be like, okay, step number one is to raise your prices or step number one is to, yeah. you know, whatever, have a pricing strategy or step number mm. one is to, you know, get 50% more clients or whatever mm. it is.
1: It's so um, – it sounds freaking cool, Raf. Um, and I, I've got to say, like, my brain – I know I'm enjoying all the brain activity actually (laughs) at the moment like I'm it's it's like oh yes spark 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 yeah cool oh I could do this I could do that um and I love that all of this is making me so much more interested in business I don't think I was anywhere near as as interested in business before now I'm like I want to learn everything about business
0: and and isn't it amazing how it's so much more interesting when it's personally relevant
1: like so much more interesting (laughs) I'm like oh uh, this is this is an interesting topic Wow! There you go. Yeah. I'm really, yeah, yeah. I'm really, um, I'm really interested in it. Oh, this because, is really cool. Because because
0: it's like it's it's like a fun topic, but when you get the answers right to the test, you get more money and more clients. So yeah.
1: that's you know, it's been interesting. Um, interesting, Raph, when you're talking about you know pricing or this or that, the thing that I, I mean, I thought naively, I think I thought that pricing might have been more of a blocker for people but what I'm actually finding is people don't question like the pricing, a discussion around pricing and someone not being happy with the price or this or that hasn't come up whatsoever, the, the bigger blocker seems to be for me what I'm trying to work out is the times, like when I'm actually offering these classes and because I've got a large, uh, at the moment I would say the majority, I don't even have to, like, it's the majority of my clients are instructors, right? Because that has been my market for so many years and that that is my community. Um, So then it's like with instructors, it's like how to find class times for them Mm. that will work around their teaching schedule. But then also it's been really interesting because I think I've done quite a good job of building that and marketing to instructors. But now I'm like, okay, for me to feel for me to fill a, a studio schedule, right? Of teaching and this being my full-time gig, I also need the general public to feel welcome and ushered in as well. And it's for me it's been quite interesting to work out how to market to both and keep it s- strong. Does that make sense?
0: Mm, well, I would say I would question that. Would you? Well, in what way? I- Well, I happen to know that there's at least 100,000 Pilates instructors in the US and uh, there's probably, you know, 30,000 at least in Australia. So Mm -hmm. I'm not sure why you think that you need to, you know, that's not enough people to fill your classes.
1: right okay okay well I, yeah there you go self-limiting self-limiting beliefs there how many people in your
0: reformer class on a sunday
1: <laughs> yeah okay okay fantastic well um i love this and and again as i said like the listeners will be listening to this into the future and if you're listening and you've got any tips for me please please feel free to you know, jump into my DMs, um, I'm like so just here to, to, to chat with everyone about this and, and absorb as much as I can and please come and take one of my classes as well. Am I allowed to turn this into an ad <laughs> <laughs> Come and take a class. Um, so, yeah, it's all very exciting. I've really enjoyed this, this chat.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Yeah, how cool. Thanks for indulging me, Raph.
0: No, it's you know, it's, it's been it's been enjoyable for me as well. I've been I've enjoyed our conversation like I always do. Yeah.
1: So there'll be there'll be one or one or two more as co-host, and then uh, you will hear my dulcet tones and laugh. Um, <laughs> every every few weeks. Yeah, and I I'm, I'm that it'll be an absolute highlight. I just can't wait. So me too. Yeah.
0: Thanks. Thanks, Ralph. Chloe.